I don't care about how many are following me. I care about how many are not following Jesus. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we actually have a circle of women and Christine Kane is doing most of the talking but she's with Priscilla Shire and she's actually being interviewed and is on a show by Crystal Evans Hurst and they're talking about finding your purpose and Christine Kane is you know a lot of people want to be a Christine Kane or a Priscilla Shire or a Beth Moore or somebody who's in the limelight but Christine is addressing the fact that you know, she was crushed, basically. She grew up and she, she had to go through many, many trials in order to be where she is. It's about your history. It's about what you've come through. It's about all the tests that you've gone through and survived to be in the limelight. And so many times we want to be way up there on this platform without having done anything to get there, without, without having to, be, you know, to be strengthened and to have gone through difficulties and trials to get there. Here's Christine. It's not, I'm not asking anyone to do what I do. I'm obeying Christ's call on my life. And so I, it comes out of a response to the call of God, so it's fruitful. But I never sat down and worked out a career path. I take one step. The Bible says the steps of a righteous person are ordered by the Lord. So he builds one step. See, everyone wants the staircase. And most people want to start at the top, whatever they perceive as a top step. See, I don't perceive my life as a top, but that, but if that's how people see it. Because, unfortunately, because of the secular world, because of a career path, people... See, I loved people. I'd sit like this and talk. I, you say I'm intense. I was this intense when nobody knew me. I was this yeah, intense right, when I was in the right. back of a country town in Australia with five girls, I was this intense about right. talking about Jesus right. and the call of God. And right. I'm this intense when you don't see me <laughs> with my next door neighbor, because it's like, it is an outflow. Why it's not stressful for me mm-hmm. is it's an outflow of my life now. So in that I've had to get better at learning, to, of course, organizational leadership and structure mm-hmm. and management. Mm-hmm. And I want it to even be more impactful. So at Wheaton, part of my master's is on leadership because mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. understand organizational leadership in yeah. a whole different structure. But Nick worked on the stock market in Australia and understood organizations. And so it's part of how we're wired right. up anyway. Um, but the deal is that it doesn't feel like I'm not stressing because number one, I'm not competing or comparing with anyone. I don't go online and have a look at what anyone else is. Like, it's not that I go, Priscilla was in a movie. Okay, that means I'm going to be a successful minister if I get in a movie now, or if so I. So you just it's, comparison is not a thing for you at all. I, I, I intentionally, no, I can't say because I'm like, I don't. And let me think honestly. No, but I was so broken. You have to understand that. Um, for, and I could cry now because the call, the call of God for me, I was so broke. I should be dead. So, and I mean that I should be dead. So, I was saved. I was saved from him. Like to me, I wasn't a nice little Christian that was looking for a Christian career. I was dead and on my way to hell. And Jesus saved me. I went from death to life. So for me, anything I do is to take people from death to life. So career, who cares? Most of this stuff's going to burn up. Most of this stuff doesn't even matter. I don't care how many are following me. I care how many are not following Jesus. I actually, that's what I, I mean, I'm, I'm very honest. That's what I'm consumed with. So... I'm not sitting there thinking, I didn't know, and I have to be honest with you, because in Australia, it's a very secular humanist nation, and there is no Christian subculture. 
you can't get rich make, writing books or Bible studies because no, there's not enough people to buy them to get rich. Like there's too many yeah. heathens. So I didn't know there was a business of Christianity till I came to America. And it messed me up in my first couple of years. It messed me up because I didn't understand this Christian stuff. I did not understand how someone who never served in their local church could write a blog, get a book contract, go on a speaking tour, and then five years later, the devil has eaten them up and spat them out because they've got no spiritual quotient. This is a spiritual fight they've got. They don't understand. I feel sorry for it. It used to make me angry. It doesn't make me angry anymore. Now I realize it's a deception of the enemy. And because um, if we don't allow women to flourish in churches where 99.99% of every woman's going to fulfill her ministry, um, then what's going to happen is a woman that wants to serve God or please God is going to think, I've got to do what Priscilla does or what Christine does or what Beth Moore does or, you know, like somehow that that's the end goal. And I'm like, this is just a byproduct. Like, so you've just written your book, but it's flown out of your life. It's yeah. not that you sat down and thought, I'm going to do a career. It's like obedience to God as an outflow of your life that you're living every day. And no matter what happens, tomorrow you're going to wake up and you're going to mm-hmm. keep living your life. You know, like, I mean, I'm not. But to me, it's not like, oh, my gosh, if someone doesn't like this post or this book doesn't do well, I, I don't even think... I, God is not just, I don't even think about it. The most I've ever prayed for a book is literally, or anything, is like, God, I pray yeah. whose ever hand, whoever right. is meant to read this, right. for you to set them free and do whatever you want to do, I pray that no hindrance is in their way and it gets to them. Amen. Yes. In Jesus' name. Yes. That's, that's yeah. about it. I have never prayed. Mm-hmm. I pray this becomes a this or this goes there. or I, It's just, I, as with any ministry I would do, Father, whatever anyone is meant to hear out of these words, whoever I'm meant to. Last night I'm in an arena with 16,000 kids in Birmingham and I'm like, all I'm thinking about is my kid is one of these kids. She's 15. Mm-hmm. She's in this crowd. God, there's 16,000 Catherines. I want mm-hmm. I want this word mm-hmm. to do. like. Yeah. And two days before I'm with 10 women in a you know, a faci- uh, whatever, a, a facility where all these women have been just so broken. And I'm like, I want the same for them. So my right. deal is, it's not a career. Wherever I am, whomever, whoever I'm with in that moment, mm-hmm. I want an impartation. So here's the deal. Because I've had so much crushing in my life, Isaiah 10, 27 says it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of chain. So yeah. why we've got in America, a lot of people will come into a meeting and they could be bound by different things. Mm-hmm. And they will go to church for 20 years and they'll come in bound and they'll leave bound and mm-hmm. or no strongholds are broken and they're still in bondage to insecurity, comparison, fear, all the stuff um, is because a gift can attract a crowd. Right. So we have the church world full of celebrity gifts, but a gift does not break a chain and a yoke and an anointing. Only, uh, only the anointing breaks yokes and chains, but you can only get anointed when you're crushed. And you only get crushed in anonymity and obscurity when no one's seeing you. So we've got a generation that doesn't want to be crushed. We want a generation that wants to be catapulted like a shooting star. But what we're seeing is they're coming out and your gift will take you somewhere where your character can't keep you. And then the devil will come at you and take you out. And so if God says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, if you want to start at the top step, which is what we want to be overnight successes, who's going to be the next idol? Who's going to be the next discovered voice? Who's going to be this? We've taken secular methods, put them into the church. But here's the deal. So when I was diagnosed with cancer, when I had um, a thyroid cancer and a growth in my throat two, two years ago. So in here, I had the surgery just now, two years ago now. Um, and so what happens is when you, you know, the steps of a righteous person, when adversity comes, whatever step you're on, mm-hmm. 
you will automatically come down and default down to your lowest step of personal revelation, not your highest step of teaching. So what happens is people think if I teach this, then when adversity comes, I'm going to stay here. But you're not. You're going to drop down to whatever you really believe, whatever is your real revelation. So why say you didn't know and say a lot of people, because I didn't crumble when the adversity happened because I've had my revelation. Girl, that Jesus that was with me here, he was with me here and he's with me here and he's with me here. So the devil can onslaught and has come at me. And this year, the, the last four months have been the darkest four months of my entire Christian life, of my 31 years of Christian life, but I haven't wavered and I haven't dropped because the steps, my steps have been ordered, but you will always drop down to your lowest rung of the ladder of revelation. So if we've got a generation that's trying to get here, but they haven't had mm -hmm. the testing and built the spiritual muscle here, mm -hmm. then when the adversity comes and it will come, it comes to all of us regularly, they're going to drop down to here. And the only one that will win is the devil. So when I say to a generation, we're trying to build you and say, if you're going to come into my world and you're going to grow through our ministry, um, I'm not overly interested in your gift. Gift and talent, it's a dime a dozen in the world I'm from. So that's the least. It's um, what I want. I want to see how much stealth you've got so that when adversity comes, because yeah. if you faint in the day of trouble, the Bible says your strength is small. And I call us the Navy SEALs of the Christian church. So I'm not even SEAL team. We're, we're Navy SEAL team six. So you better be able to jump out of a helicopter in the middle of the night in the middle of the ocean and get to right. shore because I'm not going to find you. I just expect you to do your job. So you're going to need... <laughs> Do you have people in your organization, in any of your organizations, who are offended by your expectation oh, no. that they will do their job? No, because you know sometimes they won't even make people it. love Jesus. Oh yeah, they can love Jesus, and I'm like, get saved. So the point is that we are in a war. This is a, no, I have no problem telling someone like you know calling out a wrong spirit. So I'm like, we there are plenty of nice ministries you can go work for. This is not one of them. We are pulling. Because women you, you, out of sex like, trafficking. Yeah. I've got a, currently an 18-month-old child in my care with a broken pelvis from Thailand. 18 months. So you know, the darkness I have to contend with, I'm like, really? Yeah. You think I'm going to... Like, we're not playing. So yeah. I see this in my... I've got six-year-olds, five-year-olds. The, the, the breakthroughs we've had in Thailand, in the Ukraine, are unprecedented in, in, in slavery in terms of what we, we have been able to do. And so I'm like, girl, you better be able to stay safe two days on your own because what we're going into is the pit of hell. Yeah. We are pulling people out of the pit of hell. And you know what? I'd rather have, who was it, CT Stug that said I'd rather have a rescue shop just outside of hell. Really, that's that's the kind of Christianity I've ever known. I'm not, it is not. And you know what? You said at the beginning, and you're dead right, that the day, uh, the, the, we're in the revelation hot or cold, right. make up your mind. Like Jesus is going, I'm getting ready to vomit you out of my mouth. I think we are in that season. And last night when I was in Birmingham and I saw a generation of young people and I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i preaching old school holiness. I mean, I'm calling mm -hmm. sin, sin. I'm just like going, and, and they are responding. Like the, yeah. the repentance, and I'm going, because this is what America needs. It's There's no more time for that day of where we sort of just had this lukewarm sort of like you know motivation yeah and kind of just excusing what really is ungodly attitudes you know it's like well, mm -hmm. that's in my organization you're not going to say that's not my strength finder that's not my love language <laughs> that's not where i feel on the disc profile i'm like you know what you we write christian books to excuse christians from being christians so my deal is that there is only love one love language i tell my staff die to self that's it once you're dead you, you do not <laughs> Start working here until, like the Apostle Paul, you've got to say, I die daily. 
You know, that's it, that's the bottom line. That's your only love language, I die daily. Get on your, until you are in Gethsemane, bleeding blood, going, I don't want to do this, but nevertheless, mm -hmm. not my will, but thine. When you get there and the blood drops are coming, then I'll think about talking to you. Until then, it's just your flesh. <laughs> that was Christine Kane, and she was being interviewed by Crystal Evans Hurst. And you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Christine Kane, part two of four, how to find your purpose. And the show that she was on was called The Sister Circle Show, again, by Crystal Evans Hurst. And you can find out more information about Christine at her website, christinecain.com. And she also does the A21 campaign, reaching out to people who are, you know, enslaved by sex trafficking, an amazing ministry. And more information about Crystal Evans Hurst at her website, crystalevanshurst.com. So I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.